you are listening to the Gourmet Pens Club podcast. This is a collective of creators and callings that bring us together. Here are your hosts, Aziza and Candice. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of this illustrious podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aziza, a.k.a. Gourmet Pens. I forgot my name for a second there. Uh, let's welcome my co-host. Hello, I am the co-host. I am Candice, a.k.a. Inks and Anchors. We're ready for the fun, so let's hang out. <laughs> well, this has gone from bad to worse. Oh, well. It's fine. It's fine. I'm very excited about new acquisitions. I have a new acquisition. Wow. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I do. I do. I think you might have the same one. But anyway, really long time that I have not purchased anything. No pens, no papers, no inks. And a friend recently said, oh, hey, I'm placing an order at JetPens. Do you want anything? And I was like, okay, let me go look at the new arrivals. And they had the Diamine Celadon Cat, which I really, first of all, I will be honest, I really wanted it because it is, it has cat in the name. So I don't, I don't it's not entirely fair, but it is new and it's like a green, gray, yellow. That sounds disgusting. Yellow? I don't know about yellow. You think? I don't know either because the funny thing is I have it, but I haven't used it yet. It's really hard to say, but I'm very excited about it because I really love Diamine Inks and it's been a while and I have not played with like pens and inks in a while. And so I think it's about time. This ink was one of the ones selected by the Reddit fountain pens community. Mm -hmm. So, okay, they describe it as an unsaturated celadon green ink that leans blue. So I was completely wrong. Well, my description was not good. Well, I happen to also own this ink. If you recall, I actually purchased this one um, like just a couple of weeks ago, I think, right? I went to a, of all places, a flea market in Ottawa, which is our nation's capital, and it is the weirdest place to find fountain pen ink. But lo and behold, when we went, I went with my daughter and there happened to be a guy there. I didn't get his name. He was making pens. So he was making kit pens with fountain pens, ballpoints, rollerballs, you know, the typical sort of kit pen offerings. And um, they also use resins and make, I don't know, shavers and stitch pullers, you know, those uh, anyway. Yeah. The standard sort of kit pen offerings, but this is the first time I've seen I've seen a few flea markets here and there with pen makers like this that aren't really part of the Instagram community. I wouldn't really know who he is or anything, but he actually offered a wide variety of fountain pen inks, which was very unusual. He even had like a swatch book, like an entire binder full of, I know, swatch books. He had dye inks, he had Iroshizuku, he had Grafon Faber-Castell, he had a Karandash inks. It was really quite amazing. And so I was not interested. I don't really love the kit pens because they're, for me, they're too heavy. And, um, but it was really interesting because he was saying, oh, have you tried a fountain pen? Would you like to try one? And my daughter goes, do it, do it. I said, what? She goes, no, 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 do it. And then write your Instagram handle all over the test paper and I'll send you doing it. <laughs> so anyway, we, um, I did see there was one bottle of this Celadon Cat ink and I just immediately grabbed it because I had seen swatches of this color on Instagram and I really, really liked it. It's one of these unsaturated, but to me, totally legible. And you add some water and it's beautiful chroma shading. 
But the color itself, just as is in a pen, I think it's beautiful. It's a greeny gray. I mean, I know I guess it leans blue, but I don't know really what that means. I just think it looks greeny gray. And it's a really unusual color, which is, yeah, for me to buy an ink these days, it really has to be an unusual color because I have so many other inks, right? And a lot of them I really love. So anyway, I was very happy with my find as well because I wanted the ink, but I didn't want to spend money on shipping the one bottle of ink. And I also did not want to, I mean, I've done this before, right? Gone through and bought a bunch of other things I didn't need to get free shipping. Right. Because that's the most sensible. Yes. Let's free in all quotes, because (laughs) of course it ends up not being free. And I, I didn't really want to do that. So anyway, I was really happy with it. So I think you'll be happy with it, playing with it. I'm pretty excited. I don't know where I'm going to put it in. I will have to dig through and kind of pick something that I think will match because it is that unusual color. And I'm wondering, what do I have that will match this unusual color? So, And you know, if you don't have something, you have to buy a pen. It's It's only reasonable. I mean, that's that's just the way it goes. I mean, you have to do that. That's just proper penning. That's right. Penning-ish. It's just a rule. Let's just call it a rule. (laughs) It's a rule. Uh, Okay. So wait, do you have anything else? I do have. Yes. So in terms of new acquisitions, I have something, but it's not new, brand new, but it's new in that I did get it a couple of weeks ago. um, And I don't think I have discussed it um, on the podcast or even um, I may have shared it on Instagram. But anyway, it is a pen from Rob's Penworks and it is called Arctic Butterfly. And don't, yeah, we we didn't talk about it, right? But I had commissioned this pen from him a while ago, like last fall, and it has taken a while to get it because they're, these are special blanks. These are hybrid blanks. So it's made of wood, stabilized wood, and the resin on it, it's not just any old resin. It's resin with butterflies embedded in the resin. Not not real butterflies, just shapes. <laughs> Sorry, I should clarify. Little pieces that looks just not like butterfly, they're, they're, and they're hollow. That's right. <laughs> Little holographic kind of cutouts of butterflies. And it's beautiful. I know. And then the section is a minty color that's kind of color shifting. And the whole thing together is gorgeous. And the way um, Rob does his hybrids, it's different than I've seen other pen makers do it. So he uses this finish on the um, the wood part of the pen. He uses Odie's oil, apparently, which is a sealer, but it takes like three weeks to cure. And he uses three coats. So the whole thing, there's a lot of manual labor that goes into it. And I have to say the end result, the wood feels, it feels like wood. It doesn't feel like it's been treated, but it has been treated, you know, so it's very warm to the touch and it doesn't feel plasticky or fake or anything. Like it just feels like wood. And I really love that. And the best part was he was so hands-on through the entire process. He showed me, you know, in-progress shots I got to choose the exact, once he turned down the the resin, I got to choose the, like, the exact two pieces that made up my pen. I was able to choose if I wanted more wood or less wood. He also, I was able to get two sections, so a Yovo section and a box section. And he also has and offers, you can get uh, sections that hold nib holders, so like Kakamori nibs or a folded nib or something. And so it screws right into the pen, which is fantastic. You got like a three-in-one. I got a three in one. And then on top of that, he's very good about making sure he goes, you know, do you have any stack nibs? Because he'll make sure that there is sufficient clearance in the cap for all of those. So I, you know, gave him all the measurements for my triple stack pen sloth nib. 
and it fits it beautifully. And anyway, it's just a really, really stunning pen. And I have to say that, you know, the way I am fickle and I turn around and sell pens like almost immediately, it seems like it, seems like it. When I bought this pen, like when I got it in the mail, I knew right away this one's a keeper. You know how you just know there are certain pens in your collection that this is a keeper. So this is yep. this is a keeper. It's so well made. It's so beautiful. It's so versatile. I really love it. So That's amazing. That is my new acquisition for this week. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed because, I mean, it's only one, but <laughs> but a very, you're right, very versatile. I have a stupid question, possibly, and maybe others might be wondering, what is a hybrid pen? Something made out of two different materials. So I, I that's what I considered hybrid. So okay. the stabilized wood and resin together. Okay, that makes sense. That yeah, I wasn't entirely sure, because, but I've seen others refer to uh, pens and blanks as just hybrid or, you know, whatnot. And I just wanted to make sure we kind of covered it just in case anybody else was wondering. Yeah, that's what, that was not a stupid okay. question. Uh, thank you. That makes me feel better about myself. So, okay, you only got one pen. Okay, the last couple of weeks, let's hop over to pick up the pen case because I am bringing back bringing sexy back but (laughs) you're always bringing sexy back thank you thank you it's because i'm using a pretty pen i dug out my well not dug out i opened the drawer that has my gourmet pens shop collab pens it was the back so it's kind of dug out and it's my tailored pen company portuguese man of war fountain pen i like that pen i'm just bringing it up because it's very pretty because i designed it, obviously. Now, I had nothing to do with creating it because I did not pour the material and I did not turn the pen, but I did send any many details about the material I wanted. Anyway, it is very much up my alley, like with purple and like turquoise teal and it glows in the dark, just saying. And there's very, very, very few left in the shop. And then once they're gone, that's it because we're not doing another run of them. So I just wanted to remind myself how much I like it. And then I thought, this should be a pick of the pen case to remind y'all to check it out. That's all. So that's your pick of the pen case. It's a very nice pick. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. What do you got? What do I got? The pick of my pen case is I'm still really rocking my uh, Mayfair Naria pens, if you recall. Yeah, I got a bunch of them. And (laughs) I am the Naria representative, apparently. Um, But the one that I'm rocking in particular is this one from the cap is nothing to hide. Sorry, there are two of them, right? There's something to hide and nothing to hide, I think, which is just as it is, Tim Crow has like a gazillion um, materials in his collection. So this one is nothing to hide, right? And so it's the darker navy and red and green, and it's just super sparkly, really, really love it. And the body is made out of a Stormwinds material, as all my Narias seem to be, or most of them anyway. This one's called Rave. And the combination of the two together, it's just, (laughs) she was pretending to be at a rave, you guys. (laughs) It's just really, the whole thing is just really speaking to me these days, partly also because of the nib that I have on it. I have a Pelican M405 Extra Fine. Which nice. is not which is not really extra fine because it's that's, a pelican. That's why right? I said nice because I yeah, knew it wasn't. It's it's a medium. I think it's a yeah. medium, right? But it's just it writes beautifully, and 
I have it inked with Robert Oster Carbon Fire. And if you've never used Carbon Fire and you like sort of dark navy blue kind of inks or blue-black inks, to me, it's kind of like a blue-black. I find this to be, every time I use it, I think, why don't I use this all the time? Because it's just a really nice, deep blue-black, but there is shading where the blue is much lighter and it just looks really pretty. Plus, it sheens ever so slightly, just just enough. Every so often, you'll see a red sheen and it doesn't overpower the color. Yes, but, but the best part is it dries. Like it's a sheeny ink that actually dries, right? So I was able to doodle with it. And if you can believe it, I went back to erase my pencil marks, which is really something that's you're taking your life in your own hands and doing that, right? Because you never know what's going to happen. And I thought, I hope this doesn't smudge. And it actually did not smudge. So this is not only the pick of my pen case, but the pick of my ink drawer, apparently. So there you go. Okay, then my pick of the ink drawer is in the in my Portuguese Man of War, I have Vinta Serena in it. And it is very much like the Celadon cat in that it's like kind of unsaturated. So it's like an unsaturated green yellow. And I really, really like it. It is one of my favorite Vinta inks. So just saying, and I have the pen eyedropper so with a fine nib. So obviously it's been inked for a while, but... <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. It's a fine nib. It's a big pen body. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Good okay. pick of the pen case. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Okay. So these were pens that we enjoy. Let's talk about something that is, I don't think commonly talked about or talked about enough. Pens you've regretted purchasing. I feel a bit uneasy about it because if it's a maker pen, it's not necessarily that it's a sign that you don't like the maker. It's just that the pen didn't work out for you, right? Whereas if it's a company, like a big company, like if it's a Montegrappa or something, I don't I don't think the CEO of Montegrappa is going to listen to our podcast and be <laughs> <laughs> or have its his or her or their feelings hurt. So, okay, pens you forgot to purchasing. Do you have something ready to go? Tip of your tongue, top of your mind. Yes, I do, actually. I have one that I, I regretted purchasing. Um, so, We've talked about the Penatic Slack channel before, and it is like any other group of pen enablers. If you hang out in the Slack channel, there are a bunch of different um, sub channels, I guess. And they have like Market Watch and they have like Fountain Pens. And I really mostly hang out in the the sell trade, unfortunately, the sell trade sub channel. The one you shouldn't be in. I know it should not be in there. And then the Market Watch channel. And anyway... All this to say is very often somebody will be posting something on Market Watch because and market all Market Watch is is basically if someone on Instagram, a company or maker or something posts something new and it's like an upcoming new release. That's pretty much, I guess, upcoming new releases or Franklin Kristoff has his, their stock room open and you know, someone posts it saying, hey, it's open and there's almost like a little mini frenzy. Well, one night a couple of weeks ago. This is what happened. There was a Market Watch post on Slack, and apparently Gold Spot Pens was having this fantastic sale on Scribo the Feel. Now, Aziz, I know you know what Scribo the Feel is, right? It's this pen that's offered by Scribo, and the nibs are, correct me if I'm wrong, are they Omas, formerly Omas nibs that they used? They are choosing the machinery 
that was originally used by Omas. So they have the same bead shape design, nib shape and design, and not the uh, engravings, but the right. shape of the nib. And they feel very much the same. So if you are a fan of the Omas nibs and the way it wrote, which many people are, is there 18 karat? I think they're 18 karat, right? Gold nibs, pretty much. They they have 14 karat and 18 karat. And 18, yeah. 14. That's right. They also have the like the flexible nibs and non-flexible nibs and a, a wide variety of nibs. Anyway, all this to say is if you're a fan of those nibs, there are a lot of people who are big fans of the Scribo pens because of that. And I think their first pen that they came out with, or at least the one that seems to be most popular, is the Feel. Yeah, at least the one that was not a collaboration with a different company. Right. I think that's the first their model that was released. Yeah. And there are a bunch of people who just really love these pens and quite are huge fans of them. It's a little chonky, I think. There's it's a little, you know, the body seems to be quite curvaceous and, and chonky, um, which some people love. My first review of it, I called it bulbous, and it told bulbous, yes. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, they're not inexpensive pens. I think they're like 580 US, maybe, would not be unheard of. Correct. And more if you get the flex nibs. Flex nibs, right. And then I think, but you can, I think there are some pens that are offered not as expensive as 580, but, but there's still like over 300 plus for sure. Not inexpensive at all. Absolutely. Right. And I think for those ones, it's the material that's not maybe not as popular or what have you. All this to say is Goldspot was having this amazing deal on these pens on most of the finishes, not all the finishes. And it turns out that you could actually get a Scribo feel. They had them in a bunch of finishes for the, for the sale price. And one of the finishes was this beautiful turquoise material. I forget what it's called, but you could get a pen for under 300. It may have been 280, maybe even 260, including... I did not message me right away to let me know. I did not. I did not message you because I can't remember why I didn't message you. I was saving you from yourself is what I was doing. (laughs) You were such a good friend. I am such a good friend because I was so taken with the sale because seriously, it was like, almost 50% off, I think, at the end of the day. And they had a good variety of nibs. I think I ended up getting a a fine or a medium, probably a fine because these things are juicy. And I think a fine would end up being like a medium. And the color was beautiful. It was like a turquoisey with a different color blue. I forget what it's called, but I was just so excited about it. And I put the order in and I did all the discount codes and got the amazing, amazing price. I think that night on Slack, I think I counted it. People who said, oh, just bought one, bought this, bought this. There were about 15 of us, wow. 15 that ended up buying these Scribo pens. After all was said and done, I realized that these bloody pens are piston fillers and no ink window. So, I mean, <laughs> I was so excited about the sale, about the nib, about the the price, like the the color of the finish, everything. I was just so excited about it. And then I went, Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you got caught up in it. I got caught up in it. And as it turns out, someone earlier that evening was selling a used Scribo Puma, mm-hmm. the Puma, which is a cartridge converter. Yes, yes. And also not as bulbous. Not as bulbous. It's a very comfortable pen. And yes. I remembered somebody had listed it on the sell trade. And I was, after this tragic error of realizing it was a piston filler, I went looking for that sale only to realize that it had sold. 
And so I actually messaged the purchaser who I happen to know, Susie Scribbles. I've purchased many, many pens from her. She, I said, if you ever decide to sell your Puma, please, please, please reach out to me, which I know she probably won't because she's a very, very big fan of Scribo. Anyway, R's well that ends well because Goldspot being such wonderful creatures that they are, they accepted my cancellation. And so I didn't have to worry about taking delivery and then having to sell it again on the, which I was fully prepared to do, but it was just nice that I could just cancel the order. So there you go. That is, that is nice because just side note, speaking as a small business owner, when someone cancels an order, it really sucks. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, if they had said no, that they were enable, I know you would have just gone. I would have just, yeah. And I would have totally understood because it's, yeah. I understand this is not without cost to them because they, the refund that goes through, they're never fully reimbursed all the charges from the either PayPal or the credit card company or what have you. So yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Um, and as I, I said, I was- Buy something else. And I did. I ended up buying oh, a... <laughs> I bought the baby beluga. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway, after all was said and done, that was my one of, I do have other stories, but maybe I'll turn it over to you to see if you have a story of a pen that you've regretted purchasing. Okay. Okay. So my story is kind of a warning. I don't know, just like be be aware. So what happened? It was a seller online. I was familiar with this person just because I've seen them sell other things before, but had never heard anything bad. And it was for a, I can't remember the model. It was a Mont Blanc, one of the vintage ones, but it was purple with a really nice nib. And we interacted and it was really great. Like everything felt really good. And so when time came to pay, they asked for friends and family. And so PayPal, friends and family, which does not give you coverage and protection. And because I knew this person or who they were, and I, I, I was like, I would really like to use goods and services. And they were like, oh, no, because then it'll hold the money and I won't get it right away. And I'm like, OK, but I'm concerned about if something happens to the pen in transit. They're like, don't worry, I've insured it separately. I'm like, or I will insure it separately. So I was like, OK, you know, I should have listened to my gut because I felt not great about it. And it was not an extremely huge amount, but it was a lot it's not something that you just not worry about. So it was probably like 200, maybe 180 or 150 US or something. A lot, right? Anyway, the pet did show up. And as soon as I opened the, it was in an envelope inside of a box. So it was secure. As soon as I opened it, the end plug fell out. Like just, it just fell out of the pen onto the desk. And it's a good thing I saw it happen because it was in like a really busy area that I had opened it. So it could have just gotten lost. And I opened up the pen. There was something else wrong with it. I cannot remember. I think it was scratched somewhere, which is a scratch I can live with. But the fact that the end plug just fell out of the pen was not yeah. with me. So I contacted the seller and they were like, oh, I don't know how that could have happened. It was in perfect shape when I sent it. It must have happened in shipping. I'm like, impossible. I have bought and sold a lot of pens on many different platforms. And this was clearly BS, right? Yeah. Clearly this person was just trying to get away with it. So I immediately said, please get going with the insurance. Like, this is not OK. Uh, long story short and a whole bunch of messages and me being angry um, I still have the pen. I got no insurance. They never responded to me. And I'm pretty out about it because it's just so it's like it's a pen, dude. Like, this is so dishonest. Anyway, I gave it to a friend because I don't even want to look at it. I know. I feel. <laughs> so the disclaimer would be it's the Internet. Even if you know someone, 
just make sure you know them. Make sure you've like met them at a pen show. You know who they are. You're going to see them again at a pen show. So if they screw you over, you could be like, I got my <laughs> on you. you know, just something. Just just be aware. Yeah. And if you're really uncomfortable and the seller won't accept goods and services, even if you cover the fees, which I offer to do, walk away from it. It's not worth it. There is no pen out there that is worth you losing your money over because someone's trying to scam you. So, yeah, that leaves a bad feeling in your mouth. And I know I, I have that all the time when it's if something I associate as bad juju with a pen, no matter how pretty the pen is. Yeah. I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I just want to sell it or get it out of my collection. I know it's silly, but um, it just really upset me because I would never do that to someone. Not yeah. to a pen person, not even to a random stranger. And I know this person is not desperate for money. So I know this. So it was just a really crappy experience. So I regretted how I purchased it, I think. Not necessarily the pen. So yeah. the story's applicable. But I just wanted to tell the story because it upsets me and nobody knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my story. I have more, but this was the one that's the most recent and I wanted to share. And anyway... It was a German brand. So speaking of German brands, I think it's time for a... So today's Babble Bomb is... Okay, so it is a store in Germany, a retail company in Germany, and they make their own... Well, I don't know who makes their inks. They have inks for themselves. And it's a really fun one. So I think we should have our sweet dear friend Joe give it a shot. Uh, should we spell it first? Yeah, you want to spell it? Sure, we can spell it. I had never really heard about this uh, this company until I was like trolling the internet um, known as Amazon and looking for inks. And I came across this particular brand and they have the most beautiful purple ink. I've ever seen Dark Orchid. Anyway, very underrated. But yes, yes. Tell us. The name is spelled S E I T Z and capital K R E U Z N A C H. I don't know if there is there an accent over any of those letters, but no. No. Okay. There we go. That's it. Okay. Let's hear Joe try to pronounce it. Okay. Can you say that uh, word for me? Sitsk Krasnak. Since Krasnak. Sitsy Krasy Knack. Okay, thank you. I <laughs> okay, that's okay because it it's it's not an easy one. Let's hear the correct pronunciation. And this is from Urban, a fountain pen companion. And if you like Urban's help and you like Fountain Pen Companion, you can always support him on Patreon. Just say we will link to it. This time we're talking about Seitzkreuznach. Um, it was a stationery store from somewhere in the south of Germany, I believe. Sadly, they are no more. And they had a very nice uh, incline. Uh, my favorite was uh, Dark Orchid or Orchidee in Violet. And I waited too long to buy another bottle. And sadly, I'll have to use something else now. Okay, I'm going to just... Seitzkreuznach. 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 That was not angry enough. <laughs> it was very timid because I'm very bad at this. That'll have to do. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. I was thinking it was like which is close, but not the same. Uh, 
Thank you, Urban, for making that sound so cool. Amazing. Uh, it's really sad that they're gone. I know. This is very upsetting. I was about to buy a second bottle of that dark orchid, but I guess you, you hesitate. cannot do it anymore. So you need a dark orchid dupe. So that'll be the goal. There we go. Okay, Candace. It's been a long week. Let me tell you while you listen what's coming up. Shall I, dear listeners, enthrall you with all the goodness? Okay, okay. What's coming up, local folks? We actually have two things. First of all is a local marketplace hosted by Gourmet Pen Shop, which is me. And it will be held in Brampton, Ontario at the Peel Archery Club. It is a full day thing. And Toronto Pen Company will be there doing nip grass. Uh, If you want more information, it's on our Facebook page. There is an event for it. You can also just shoot us an email and get all the details. It's free to attend. There will be stuff there. And the next thing coming up is the big one, which is the DC Pen Show, where I shall be and I will be teaching workshops. And I like small classes, so they are very limited. So if you are interested in one, grab your tickets now. If you have any questions about them, just shoot an email. They are, well, I mean, I think they're a lot of fun. It's my favorite part about going to shows aside from buying things and eating food and stuff. But I... (laughs) And the people, and the people. And the people. Okay, that was obvious. Uh, So anyway, I just want to let you know, just send you a reminder and... I will link to where you can get tickets, and I'm doing some new stuff this year, so I think it'll be fun. Candace, you have anything exciting coming up? I have nothing exciting coming other than the DC Pen Show, and I'll attend that Brampton Market. Yay! Yay! Okay, this is exciting. I have two samosas sitting in front of me for like the last hour, and I really want to eat them. So I think it's a good time to wrap up. It's a great time to wrap up. My dinner is calling as well, so... Yours, shall we sign out? <laughs> Yours is way better. Yes, mine is very exciting. Uh, let's sign off. I am Aziza, a.k.a. Gourmet Pens, Gourmet Pens Shop, Gourmet Pens Club. I'm all over the internet. Find me. Follow me. Thank you so much. And I am Candace, uh, Inks and Anchors on Instagram. And we will see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Questions, comments, or suggestions? Shoot us a message at gourmetpensclub at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, please give us a review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we have a local market coming up hosted by the Gourmet Pen Shop. That's me. It is on Sunday, July 16, which might be the day this episode goes live, so that's not useful at all. But if you want more updates, please follow us on Facebook. (laughs) Sorry. So this is a producer's note. It was at this exact moment that all three of us realized that, yes, actually, this particular episode will be out before the festival. So, you know, information is still good. Okay, bye.